0: Okay, so hello and welcome to the No Power Podcast. My name is Sarah and I'm joined with Ghadir today to be discussing the issue of hijab and the recent legislation that Mr. Macron, Macron, however you say his Macron. name. <laughs> Macron. Macron. <laughs> <laughs> <As it goes. laughs> is uh, proposing. Okay, so when we talk about the hijab itself, a lot of people, well, most people do have knowledge of what it is, but um, when you talk about it with regards to yourself, what is it to you like what does hijab mean to you
1: for me hijab is like for me it's like a modest covering it's like it's my kind of my kind of symbol is of islam like it it, i don't know it's like a a form of protection for like it's like do you know how certain people without going out with going out without the handbag or an item like their pet or whatever like for me i feel lost without it yeah like it's it's part part of it yeah it's part of my identity
0: how long have you worn it for
1: so, funny story in my case. So, <laughs>
0: okay.
1: I started wearing at the age of nine. I was struggling with hijab from, like, the age of 15 and a half until 18. I was going to take it off. Yeah. And then, I what, don't know. What
0: made you want to take it off at that point?
1: I, it was so many things. I was hanging out with the wrong people. Um, I had things going on at the time. Like, I was really low on dean. So, I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to wear it anymore. You yeah. kind of want to follow the Western ideals. Then I got to 18. It was Ramadan. I was started reading the Quran, started learning about the Sunnah again. And I was like, "Hey, like, let me just put it back on." Yeah. And I've committed to it ever since. Hala yeah, Allah. that's Allah. good.
0: Do you know what, to me, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Like I've, it's formed a part of who I am, yeah. and I wouldn't know what to do without exactly. it because I've worn the hijab since I was nine years old. And um, I think some people waver and some people don't. It just mm. depends, I think, on like you said, your environment and what you were brought up around mm. and what you were taught to value, if you didn't really have that connection with the hijab and you didn't really understand why mm. you were wearing it, because that is the case for quite a few Muslim women. Yeah. Like They put the hijab on because, well, my mom told me to, yeah. or my dad told me to, or I know I have to because it says it in the Quran yeah. or because it's part of Islam. Yeah. But other than that, it's not. they don't have any exactly. emotional connection to the exactly. hijab. And it's supposed to be a kind of form of modesty. And the hijab is not just a piece of cloth. Of course, it's not. like full body modesty, hmm. mod hijab of the tongue is also exactly. a thing. So and I'm glad that you came to that realisation of, okay, I have a love for the hijab yeah. as opposed to I have to wear So when you decided to commit to the hijab at the age of eighteen? What was the response of the people around you? And that's including, like, friends and family and your workplace. So
1: some of my old friends that I went to school with or, like, had connections outside of, like, work, they were like, rise is that you? And I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, i am come back. Like, I put the hijab on properly. And they kind of, like, didn't like the change they saw, so some of them, like, kind of left. Mm. And some of them stayed and they respected me for it. They're like, oh, good for you. Like, yeah. you kind of, like, committed to it now. So it's quite good. That's good.
0: This is the thing, when you kind of, made that decision and you're just like you know what this is it I'm not letting everyone else yes. decide what I'm going to do with my mm. own dean whoever leaves was never really there to, exactly. be, anyways, yeah. to be quite honest it's with you true. so did you see a change in your workplace and the way they treated you the way that you kind of had maintained relationships was there any difference in that
1: so as soon as I put on the hijab at work like a lot of the men they were kind of more understanding like they kept their distance that they stopped shaking my hand it's funny so they kind of like started putting their hand over their chest you
0: you didn't have to tell them to do that no
1: no they started doing it they started like oh yeah tell me more about islam because i used to work with someone he started reading the quran because of me but wow if they kind of like wanted to understand more about islam after i put on the hijab oh really you put it on oh tell me why this and that they want to understand the reasons behind it Mm -hmm. so it was quite nice
0: you know i have the same experience at work now like i have colleagues who will ask me mm. um they're complete they're atheists they mm-hmm. won't they don't believe in anything right but they still are intrigued yeah. because islam is one of the maybe the fastest mm. growing religion in the world and you'll see people left right and center telling you know saying things like islam is this and it represents bad mm. things and it's it's um, a violent religion yeah. and they go to try and disprove it and then end up becoming muslim yeah. themselves so i think the fact that people are asking questions because back in you know 20 years ago people didn't care enough to ask and they, there was just this extreme hatred for exactly. islam especially after 9-11 i think that's when it really mm. kicked into high gear so I think now we're reaching a point where people are starting to re- al- re-ask questions because exactly. they care too. And because Islam is so popular and so wide everywhere you go, you see Muslims. Like it's not can't something you can ex- exactly. ex- uh, escape from. So with that being said, do you feel like there's enough representation for Muslim women? Like when young girls look up to people in, in the current jobs and in their industries as they are today, do you think there's enough representation for young Muslim girls to look up to and be like oh my god she's doing what I want to do like I want to speak to her or I want to be like her
1: I think there's some industries so I work in hospitality and to be fair in the London region I'm the only hijabi so like when I have senior manager come to visit me they know who I am straight away because they're like oh you're the only person that in this region of the company basically I think it depends so and there should be more representation but in the hospitality industry there is various reasons like alcohol consumption and they want to handle certain meats that i completely understand but if there was for example more like halal restaurant chains you might get more muslim girls in the hijab want to work in that kind of industry
0: yeah i think also in in yeah. fields that are more supposedly masculine yeah. dominated like engineering for example exactly. you don't see a lot mm. of women especially hijabi exactly. women, in that industry and i feel like this is why it's so important to have these types of conversations and encourage women to go for these kinds of roles because i know if if like for example noor that we were talking about earlier noor tagori she's um someone who wanted to become a news reporter and journalist and when she was growing up there wasn't a hijabi woman in that industry that she could like pinpoint and be like right how did she get there i want to do the same and you kind of have to pave our, we have to pave our own path. Yeah, of course. Because there's no one who's done it before us. Or very little. Exactly. That have done it before us.
1: I think as well, it should be like, it's obviously certain industries, there's more of like a cultural fit in this company. So obviously where you've got no is in your company, do you want a hijab lady where w- working with you when you guys go to the pub on a Friday night? Mm. Maybe there should be like More diversity in the workplace But with that The understanding needs to come in
0: And Joe, It's not even just diversity It's also inclusivity Mm. You're saying things like Going to the pub on a Friday night Obviously a Muslim girl Wearing the hijab She's nine times out of ten Going to say no Because that's not her scene That's not what she's grown up around and she's not something She's going to be comfortable doing I know I've experienced that And and when we talk about Things like this There is a culture Especially in office jobs Right Or Mm. in the hospitality industry Things Yeah They mirror each other because it ha- you have that community that doesn't really have space for Muslim women or exactly. men. And it kind of leaves you out. It, it makes you feel like less part of the team because you don't have those exactly. kinds of working relationships with people. So I think having these conversations in workplaces and teaching CEOs, managers, mm. supervisors, team leaders how to deal with stuff. Yeah. And how to allow for that kind of inclusive environment is so important. We've discussed the hijab and what it means to us. Now, France.
1: <laughs> oh, France. Macron. Yes, ah, Macron
0: make, make. is not a big fan of us. And um, he, so he's... In po- they had the, um, a vote on Muslim women being banned from wearing the hijab before the age of 18 and anyone who is accompanied by their parents on a school trip if their mum wears the hijab she Mm. cannot come I know and as I was doing my research into this earlier I found more (laughs) that I didn't know about some of the legislation that is is currently in place in in France firstly Muslim patients can't request doctors based on gender for religious reasons. So if you wanted to request a female doctor, you couldn't. No way. From July of this year, the halal slaughter of chicken will be illegal. Okay. And Paris Mm. forces Mm. local halal stores to sell alcohol and pork. Now... (laughs) Mm. I didn't know all of this stuff no. I it was just today It was I was listening to a girl who lives in yeah. Paris and she is 17 years old and she was talking about the things that are being imposed around her and you know how we were talking earlier yeah. about the hijab being a part of our identity because we wore it from a younger age younger girls aren't being allowed that opportunity to yeah. develop a relationship with yeah. the hijab and make it a part of their life because it is something that their religion asks of them now when you said you wore the hijab at 18 years old, did you struggle in the beginning stages because it's you'd kind of surpassed the age where you got used to it?
1: I mean, I did a lot because I didn't really have a lot of Muslim friends until I actually went off to uni. So before, like, how do you explain to a non-Muslim that I'm struggling with the hijab? Because they don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's more like you want to do your research, you watch these lectures and you're not sure how it's going to go.
0: And you're quite alone exactly. in it as well. Exactly. These girls are being forced into doing something like that they don't want to do. It's My younger sister si- is turning nine and she's excited to wear the hijab, right? If she lived in France, she wouldn't even get the opportunity yeah, to of course not. Because the French government decided <laughs> let's put all these Islamophobic rules and and make it part of the law. Yeah. And then you'll turn around and say, Well, this is clearly Islamophobia. It's clearly directed at Muslims. Because let's look at it this way. Christian women, nuns, right? They use they cover the exact same percentage of their body as we do. Arms, legs, neck, hair, right? Yeah, of course. The exact same coverings, but they're allowed to do that. It's absolutely no problem. Bikinis are not burkinis are also not allowed in France on public beaches. Exactly. Why? <laughs> it's true. Covering up, who is that hurting? They also have an issue with the niqab, right? And that's also not okay. But the hijab affect no one you can see the entirety of the face your body is covered and that's illegal exactly but you can undress and that's legal (laughs) how does that make sense
1: i have no idea like it should be freedom of choice we live in a european country well that is a european country as well so don't they promote freedom of choice whether a lady gets naked or a lady is fully covered that that should not be the case where they try to discriminate against certain cultures and certain religions
0: 100% and I feel, I feel even more for these girls that don't even have the option to leave. Like, you know, you've, you've, your parents have established a life there. Yeah. And now they're not free to practice anything that they want to practice. Exactly. In a, wo- in a country that's supposed to be free. And I feel like it's only getting worse as well. And if people don't stick up against this legislation passing through and don't protest these laws coming into effect then it's going to take it's going to make a green light for the citizens of the country to spew even more hatred towards exactly. Islam and Muslims because now they are supported by their own government and it makes a more dangerous environment than that than it already is exactly. for. like just look at Donald Trump's America and how a clearly racist government incited much more violence and racism in, in a community but what can we do at this point like we the most we can do is is raise awareness be outspoken and not be silenced by these huge governments and corporations and groups of people that their only task is to hate us like i feel obviously
1: we have a big hand in like france trade and things like that like we as a government could well as the government they could always be like, "Why are you doing this to your citizens? We don't want to support you anymore."
0: Mm-hmm. Do you remember the um, what was it called? The I think it was like a Muslim.
1: Oh, uh, was it? It was a bad punisher Muslim Muslim day. It was
0: not just that. That yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah. but the boycott, the wide boycott of the uh, country, the global boycott that we did
1: of the French products, of the French yeah. products,
0: and they lost so much money yeah. as a result if they're going to incite hatred and they're going to continue to do things like this this is our backlash and we won't stand down and stay quiet and allow these things to happen but thank you for joining me on our discussion today it was lovely to hear your opinions and your thoughts thank you for having me (laughs) lovely and uh, thank you all for listening i hope you're able to take something away from today's conversation and i'll speak to you all soon